Welcome to the Six Degree Podcast, the podcast where we grill our guests about the things that make them tick and find out how human connection plays a role in their life. I'm your host, Emily Merrill. Welcome back to the Six Degree with Emily Merrill. Today, I am thrilled to have my friend, Daniela May, holistic health coach, as our guest. Daniela, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to have you. And I, I think it's, I don't know why I take so much joy in being people's first podcast. Yeah, I'm really excited. Nervous, but excited. Thank you. <laughs> don't be nervous. I, I think I... Our listeners know I make terrible jokes throughout and and just embarrass myself as we go. But um, Daniela, so, you know, just to give some people some context, can you start off by just telling us like what a holistic health coach is? So a holistic health coach, um, basically I help women, people um, just live a more natural life, taking a holistic approach to how they live their life. So Um, turning to food as medicine or plant-based products like essential oils um, and other modalities rather than conventional products or just running to the doctor to grab a pill. So it's just turning more to nature um, to heal your body because it was designed to heal on its own. So just turning to those um, natural, I guess, modalities, yeah, um, to help the body do what it's meant to do. I love that. And I don't know if, I think you know this about me, but I was raised pretty, pretty much in this, in this realm of sorts. When it, whenever we had headaches, my mom would have us identify the color of the headache and, you know, take the, the color and then diminish it down until it was a small little dot. And then we would toss it out the window versus popping Advil. And it wasn't, it's probably not until middle school or high school that I was introduced to Advil or Tylenol. And um, so I'm so with you and in, in these alternative things, also your brain and your mind being such powerful tool in its own. Oh yeah. It's huge. And I, I mean, that's how I was raised too. I was raised more um, food was our medicine. Like we, mm-hmm. my parents grew their own um, vegetables and I mean, like, the most, um, the only thing really that was processed that we were allowed to eat was like pasta and bread because we're Italian. Um, but not aside like terms, that, <laughs> no, that was like not in our house. I don't even know what that was. Um, but yeah, and we had to have vegetables at every meal and fruit. And so, um, that was just the norm for me. Yeah, that was the norm for me. So, um, this kind of just all went hand in hand. Like when my brother and I, Growing up, if we were too rowdy or my mom just needed us to calm down, she would just boil chamomile tea rather than, (laughs) you know, like that was our, you know, calming thing. Um, So, yeah, I love it. I think my mom did put Bailey's on my mouth and on my gums (laughs) as a baby, though. So I'm not sure how natural that was. Mom, if you're listening, (laughs) that's probably illegal. Um, It's funny when we were little we were raised vegetarian and we, you know, we still had the same desires of most kids where you wanted happy meal toys or whatnot. And you'd want to turn into McDonald's and she'd be like, I'm so sorry, but the car, it won't let me turn. And, you know, we're like, mom, we know it's you, but there is so many things that she, I, she, you know, we would, we, before avocado was what avocado is now today, like we were eating avocado, we were having avocado on our sandwiches. And I would want to trade my friends who had like peanut butter and jelly 
for my avocado sandwich or trade my apple for their fruit roll up because it was so foreign. Did you have any moments of rebellion being raised so healthily? High school. High school school was like the first time I had like Taco Bell. Um, (laughs) My friends were going to Taco Bell for lunch and I was like, what's that? Like, you know, I'd heard of it obviously, but just never. And I was really, really hesitant to eat it because I'm like, this can't be good for you. But I did. Um, but that, that was short-lived, but yeah. <laughs> and then you ran to the bathroom and you realized. Pretty much. And realized this is why we don't eat this stuff. Yeah. I wonder why I feel like crap. This is crazy. <laughs> yep. So, you know, it, clearly you were raised in a, you had the foundation of being raised in a place and in a family that gave you a lot of the the boundaries and the parameters of a healthy lifestyle. You know, what, what inspired you to actually become a holistic health coach? Um, so when, honestly, as I got older, like I just started kind of following my own way and I did definitely veer off to like the norm, which is not a bad thing, but you know, just conventional products. And really I did start eating out more like the older that I got and I didn't really cook for myself. And, um, once I got married, same thing, like life was crazy and busy Um, then I had three kids. So I just kind of resorted to takeout and all the bad stuff and just took the easy way out, honestly. And it wasn't until um, I noticed that my son was just constantly sick. He had really bad allergies, which doesn't really seem like a big deal. Um, But he would be on allergy medication from like March until about July. And then I would take him off for the summer um, just to give his body a break. And then I'd put him back on from like September until November. And then I would take him off during the winter, just again, thinking I was doing something good to give his body a break from the medication. But then from September, uh, from November till about March, he was constantly sick with strep, croup and ear infections. So we were at the pediatrician twice a month and the ENT once a month. And he was on antibiotics and steroids. And this went on from the time he was three until he was about 10. And I just realized that he can't live like this. It's not good for him. It got to the point where he couldn't hear out of his left ear. So it was becoming an issue at school. And then um, I realized that I was not doing everything right for my kids. And I knew that there was something that I could do that was better, but I just didn't know where to start. And a friend of mine um, introduced me to essential oils. And that's honestly what led me to where I am today. And that was about seven years ago. That's insane. I mean, as a mom, and I'm 28 days away from becoming one, I think (laughs) everything or 29 or 42, who knows how many (laughs) days, Um, not 42, please. It's so like, that's such, that must've been such a scary feeling and moment for you too, to be like, I am so helpless. And the only words of wisdom you have are from these, these authorities, these people who know better, quote unquote, know better than you and know that these pills are the right thing to do. So um, when your friend introduced you to essential oils, were you like, wow, sign me up or like, okay, woo woo friend, like, I'll, I'll get back to you on this. So she is a pediatrician and she was looking to um, practice more holistically, get back into, she hadn't been practicing for a few years. She had kids. So she wanted to go back to practicing more holistically. So she was researching a ton about essential oils. And so 
there was a presentation at her house and the woman that was presenting, I'm not going to lie. I mean, she's a good friend today, but when I first met her, I thought she was certifiable. I'm like, you are crazy woman. You are huffing. God only knows what, Um, because she was like, oh, this is going to help you with this. And this is going to help you with that. And I was like, it wasn't until she told me that lavender helps with allergies that she caught my attention. And that's when I was like, oh, this could help my son. But I did not realize to the extent that it could help him. I just thought, oh, when I take him off his meds, I'll give him some lavender and he'll be okay. Um, So we got our oils in July of 2014. I did what she said. And she was like, Mm -hmm. oh, put it on the bottoms of his feet because you have, you know, Vitaflex points and it targets the proper body part and diffuse it. You know, breathing it in helps as well. So I did all the things. And next thing I know, it's November and he had not gone back on his medication. So I just kept kind of doing what she said. And it was the first winter that he did not get sick. Now, mind you, we had slowly started like from July until about December, we had started this process of switching out products in our home. Like I just like a month at a time, just because it was a lot. Um, it, it started to make sense to me. I'm like, okay, these are plants. Like this is how I was raised. Instead of it being in a bottle, we were just eating the fruit and the vegetables. Like we didn't eat the cookies and the junk. We went to the good stuff just because we had no choice. Like my parents didn't give us many options. It was like, no, this is how we're eating. So I just kind of went back to that, but just in this little bottle, like plant juice and it works. You know, we use our oils for um, allergies, for sleep, to um, support our, the different systems of the body. And then I started cleaning with it in the house. So this is you know, where the change all happened for my son. It was getting rid of those products that you don't realize how harmful they can be until you start Googling like dangerous mm-hmm. of like any of the ingredients on those labels. Um, and that's when his health totally like turned around. So that's like, you know, when I tell someone, oh yeah, essential oils were life-changing. That's what I mean. Like he's not on allergy medication. He hasn't been for seven years. And you know, the last time uh, we just went for, I was just telling you earlier, we went for, um, took my kids for well visits in September and we have a new pediatrician and she looked at their charts and she was like, oh, you haven't been here since last year. I'm like, nope. And I don't plan on seeing you again until next year. Like it's, just, you know, become yeah. the norm for us, which is great. That's amazing. And I, I wonder, do you feel like your kids have become little advocates for their own wellness? Like, are they... Are they people who are like, oh, hey, Bobby, you have a cut here. You know, my mom puts peppermint oil on it or or whatnot. Um, definitely my youngest. She's 12. So she started like um, when I started with her, she was just turning five. Um, my older two, that's all they go to is their oils. But they don't I mean, their friends just know like, oh, you know, my mom's the crazy oil lady. But which is, I'll, I'll wear that title proudly, um, <laughs> especially when my son fractured his ankle playing soccer. It was in September of 2019, and um, he was in a lot of pain. He had like a double um, fracture. And um, so when we came home, I said to him, listen, I know we don't really, you know, take Motrin or anything like that, but you are in a lot of pain. So by all means, I'll you know, whatever you need so that you're comfortable. And he's like, mom, I just want my oils. 
And he has like his go-to oils that he uses. Yep. He had his go-to oils. And then I just did some research on what to put on his foot. And that's all he used. So that's insane. I love it. I want, I want my kids to be like that too. They're like, no, I don't need Motrin. I have my, my mixture of oils that I will put together. So I'm sure having this holistic background can kind of be frustrating because you have like a different lens on when you see people do things. I I mean, I feel like I get frustrated when I go to the ice cream store downstairs and they are doing their business. They're not promoting it the way they should. And like, we all have our our triggers and our frustrations. Um, But, you know, especially seeing it through the lens that you've shifted so many kind of unnatural things from your house and, and led more of a toxic free lifestyle what are some things that, you know, you see us mortals doing that frustrate you and how can we implement changes into our day-to-day life? Um, so it, it's not so much that it frustrates me. It's just that I want to help everybody. So mm-hmm. I want everyone to see that there is a better way and you can do things differently and more naturally. And it really is effective. Um, you don't have to get overwhelmed. It's just what looking at everything in your life and just seeing like, what is it that's really important to me and just start there. And then it'll just kind of start to unfold. Like you'll just go from one area to another. Like for me, it was getting rid of like over-the-counter medicine because it Mm -hmm. was like a very easy go-to. And maybe that's the frustrating part is that it's very easy to say, oh, I'll just run to CVS and just grab this off the shelf rather than doing a little bit of research and just trying to figure out like, well, you know, I could try this. Like, you know, I could try peppermint instead of Tylenol, like let's say for Mm -hmm. a headache or something like that. Or just taking a minute to like listen to your body when you aren't feeling well rather than running to the doctor, just kind of let it do do its thing and just Mm -hmm. take a minute before. Um, But yeah, I think it's just don't look at, the big picture, just start in one area and then just take it from there and just find someone that can help you on that I think, journey. I think that's the, the the biggest piece of advice that we should take away from this is that you don't have to do this alone. You don't have to be Googling mm-hmm. how to, you know, do healthy toxic swaps or un, toxic to untoxic swaps and, and whatnot. Like you are such an incredible resource. And so giving of your time and, and knowledge on those types of things. Um, but are there any key things that you would recommend people kind of have create more awareness of immediately, like be it a certain cleaning product or, um, I don't know, a thing that we all have in our, in our house that we're probably not cognizant of. Um, I'll actually give you like three, just really quick. Um, so for women, your beauty, beauty care products Mm -hmm. are the absolute worst because they're unregulated. Um, so that just basically means that, um, you could have any ingredients in the products and not know it. That's Um, terrible. It's it's horrible. And, you know, most people think like, which I did, I was like, oh, it's organic. So it's totally fine. But what I learned is that it only has to be 70% organic. So that means the other 30% could be whatever. And that's okay. Um, You know, people want a quick fix when it comes to skincare. So manufacturers will just put whatever in the product. So women be mindful of your skincare products. Um, Anything that has the word fragrance. Mm Mm-hmm not a good thing. Um, cleaning products, same thing. Um, they are the worst of the worst hormone disruptors, asthma, respiratory issues, 
low libido. I mean, it goes on and on. So I would just say use plant-based products. They really do work. They're effective. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, cleaning products, skincare, those are the worst. And candles. Candles, candles. are so bad. Just threw those oh, in. <laughs> and I was a candle junkie. So I'm not sitting here preaching like I was perfect because I was far from it. Um, and it, I, I really believe it's just find what's best for you. And, you know, like if you saw me now, you'd see like, oh, wow, she gets her hair colored. There are certain <laughs> things that I do. <laughs> but um, candles are really bad. Um, if you buy like, um, you know, like a Yankee candle that has yeah. a ton of fragrance, lighting a candle like that for a few hours is like smoking like two or three cigarettes. So you really just want to be really mindful of that. Like pick the cigarettes instead. Exactly. You're, you're, if you really want to do it, then go ahead, light up a cigarette. No, I'm totally kidding. But no, don't do that. But yeah. So. Um, that, this is so random and kind of a squirrel thought. But do you remember when, I think it was more in the early 90s, when there was all the like bubblegum cigarettes and, and like chocolate cigarettes? Like I would eat that. And then also the little, there was those little liquor bottles that were candy, but they were filled with little liqueurs. And I remember, I'm sorry, mom, I'm like totally throwing you under the bus today, but she would give me like the little chocolate cigarettes. And then she would give me like the little liqueurs, which actually had liqueur in them. And I remember in kindergarten eating it and being like, don't think I'm allowed to have this. or I don't think I'm supposed to have this in kindergarten class. Like, well, I have one that's like worse because my, my dad was a smoker forever until um, about three and a half years ago when he was diagnosed with lung cancer. Yeah. He smoked forever. And um, he came home when I, I mean, I was little like elementary school, little and came home with one of those packs of candy cigarettes. And was Mm -hmm. like, here you go. It was almost like one pack for him, one pack for me thinking it was funny, but like looking back, I'm like, I don't know how funny that is, but I mean, back then, I guess it was, I don't know. And you go outside with him for a cigarette. Yeah. And I would pretend like I was smoking. And so he was like, don't ever think you can smoke. I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) But you're conditioning me to smoke. And like stand out here with you. So that's so funny. Yeah. You're like, dad, we need to talk about. um, Yeah. My parents are like very healthy, except my dad was a smoker. Like that was his vice. Also, that's like a very addictive thing. Like there's something, Mm -hmm. you know, you start it and. It's a very hard one to stop. Yeah, I think. Or, so I've heard. So I've heard. I have not started. I like the motion of eating too much. I feel like I would very much enjoy smoking. <laughs> um, well, one of the things that you've you mentioned, your dad has lung lung cancer, which I'm so sad, so sorry to hear. But I know that he has been having some ITA work done. Yes. Right. Yes. If, I'm, if I'm remembering correctly, and you know, I'd never heard about ITA until you, but it sounds like, like a a miracle worker type of treatment or energy work. How is it, what is it exactly? And like, how is it different than a Reiki? And how did you get introduced to something like this modality of treatment? So I was introduced to ITA, uh, energy medicine in 2016 by the mm-hmm. same friend who introduced me to essential oils. I love oils. this friend. She's like, <laughs> yeah, she's meet my her. best friend. I love her. You will one day. Okay. Um, so she introduced me to it. She became a certified practitioner um, through Melanie Ryan, um, the MRIAC Institute of, in Australia. And so 
I was working with her because I was going through some emotional things and she was working with me, um, kind of getting me through it. So that's how I was formally introduced to it. Um, and then she fast forward, um, when my dad was, um, starting treatment at the end of 2018, he was doing radiation, um, for six weeks, five days a week. And I guess after the second week, it was like really bad for him because of where he was getting the radiation. He started to have difficulty eating because he couldn't swallow. And his doctor told him it would probably be six months to a year before he could um, eat normally. And up until that point, he was so positive, like his mindset was great. And he was like, you know, joking with the doctors. And it was only a couple of weeks in, but he was like, oh, I'm not sick. But not being able to eat, like really was starting to take a toll on him. So I called my friend hysterically crying and was like, you know, I know you can't cure him, but is there something you can do with ITA? And I'll explain what that is in a minute. Um, and she said, yes, I will work on him. And she was able to work on him remotely because it's, it's energy work and energy does not know time and space. It's just um, applied through intent. So she was able to work on him remotely, which meant means he didn't have to be in her office or in her presence. And she worked on him. It was the middle of January. She started and it was like once a week. By the end of January, we were at my dad's house for his birthday and he was able to eat pasta. He finished his radiation treatment in February, February 8th. We went back for a, um, a follow-up uh, four weeks later, and he was eating normally, and his doctor was baffled. He couldn't understand how within five weeks he was back to eating normally when most patients are not back to eating normally for six months to a year. And um, I 1 million percent believe that it was the ITA that helped him 100 mm -hmm. percent. That's amazing. And so now you're certified or you're getting certification. In I it. just, I just became a practitioner. I passed my exam. Amazing. Um, yes. I'm really excited. And that's when I realized like once I was done helping him because I was um, taking him back and forth for two years for his treatments, um, I decided once the course opened up that I wanted to become a practitioner. So ITA is different from Reiki. So um, Reiki is um, energy that's channeled from what they call source which is um, like different religious beings that you might be, affili be affiliated with or believe in. And when you are transmuting Reiki, it's done more intuitively. Hmm. So ITA is a system of energy medicine and it brings the energetic, physical, psychological, and emotional aspects um, of an individual into balance and harmony. So we look at more of the emotions rather than the physical aspects. So in other words, when there's something that comes up like a rash or like just in general, that's your body's way of saying like, Hey, there's something not right. Mm -hmm. Or like, um, let's say you came to me and said, Oh, I have this pain on my left side. So to me, that's like, you know, your left side is your feminine energy side. And then you just get into a series of deep questions, trying to get to the root cause of where this pain is coming from. And it's just um, a more systematic approach to how we move the energy around and bring in fresh energy into the body um, so that you're allowing the body to essentially heal itself. Oh, I love it. Okay, so um, <laughs> I have pain. <laughs> I'm like, where's my pain right now? Uh, mid back area. <laughs> what, 
Well, I'm going to say that that's due to the baby. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, that, that might be it. <laughs> what about the, the pounding feeling of a bowling ball on my pelvis? Is that is that due to the baby too? Yes. Okay. Yeah, talk to me after the baby's done. Okay. I will I will be definitely giving you a call on that one. Yeah, uh, definitely. I love that. I think it's so cool. And I love the 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 background too on the oils and how you're able to integrate both like the oils, obviously your nutrition background. And I know you're also an IIN um coach and accreditation. And then and then ITA, like you truly are this miracle worker full package deal. And I have to say, I'm so grateful for the introduction to the oils. It's been so fun to learn more about them. And, you know, it, Danielle and I have had these conversations where she's like, oh, you, this happens here, a little splash of this. And um, it's uh, my friend who, you know, Lexi and I, we always talk, we're like, you're kind of like our, our mom in a way where you're always <laughs> able to solve the problem, whatever the problem is. We're like, we're struggling with fill in the blank. And Without a doubt, Daniela, you always have the answer to the problem that we need solved. So it's so cool to see see you in your element, in your groove. Well, um, I'm going to pause us here and I'm actually going to ask you, where can people find out more about you and working with you one-on-one, Daniela? Um, they can go to my website, um, daniellamay.com or follow me on Instagram. Um, and just there's a link in my bio that you can just click on to set up a time to just have a discovery call to see if um, we can work together. Yeah, amazing. Well, thank you for sharing all of these resources with us. We're going to switch gears a little bit and I'm going to ask you some six fast questions. You know, I love asking questions. I, this episode could probably be a seven hour episode, but I have to consolidate them down to 30 minutes. So my first question for you is tell us an unknown fun fact about Daniela May. I speak Italian, Italian fluently. It was actually the first language that I spoke for like the first five years of my life. What was your maiden name? Poor Piglia. Poor Piglia. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Have fun with that one. Okay. Everyone did. (laughs) Okay. So I see the Italian May is not very Italian. No, I happily (laughs) took my husband's last name. No problem. (laughs) <laughs> you're like um yeah I'm never gonna change <laughs> no never that's amazing that you speak Italian um yeah. I'd love to go to Italy with you oh yeah I spent my summers there growing up until high school that's fine or both your parents are Italian or just your dad yep both of my parents yeah wow. I'll tell you their story one day it's it's like right out of the godfather it's pretty funny really but yeah. uh, <laughs> were they born in America no, they were both born in Italy. They were both born in Italy. My wow. mom, yeah. She moved to New York after she married my dad when she was like 22 or 23. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Yes. You'll have to send me some pictures. Yeah. I can't wait to see <laughs> the Godfather. Oh God. There's so much to uncover on episode two of Daniela May. Yeah. Um, okay. Daniela, who would be a dream person you'd want to be connected with? Oh boy. Um... Gabrielle Bernstein. Mm. Did you hear she's having a baby? Yes. Yep. I did see that. Mm -hmm. Like this is going to be a good class here. Very good class here. Who knows who's going to be in in this little boy's class. Um, What TV show are you currently watching or recently have watched that you want to recommend? 
Oh, I don't know if I would recommend it. <laughs> uh, well, you know what? All right. I'm in it. I'll say the other one. Um, Sex Life. And yes, I highly recommend every woman should watch it. Oh, yeah. My husband walks in. He's like, are you watching porn? And I'm like, <laughs> kind of. Sort of. But it's on Netflix. So it's acceptable. Yeah, there's a good soundtrack to it. I don't don't know. (laughs) He's like, God, here we go again. It's so good. Oh, well, you should try Outlander then. That was good too. I've heard. Yeah, I need to, that might be my next show after this. Mm -hmm. So many good ones out there. When I'm like, oh God, there's nothing out there. Then I'll get hooked onto something else very quickly. What book are you currently reading or do you recommend? The 5am Club. It is amazing totally totally incredible i recommend that read it you'll love it are you part of the 5am club i am now yes i am too oh mm-hmm. i did not know that okay yeah total game changer i'm in it but i haven't read the book so hopefully it'll help me with my initiation yeah. <laughs> uh, what what is your favorite emoji or most used emoji um well, I don't, I don't know which one it's called, but it's, oh, it's the laughing one. It's the only one I use. And I know I'm not supposed to use that one. I think you're supposed to use a different one, but. Are your kids shaming you? They all the time. They're like, that? mom, just stop. Just stop. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, it's terrible how not good we are with the younger generation. No, um, not at all. And then my last question for you is, who gave you permission or inspired you to do the thing you wanted to do with your life? Um, my mom, your mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my mom. Mm, I love that. Well, shout out to mom here for yeah. inspiring you to, to be who you are. The amazing yeah. Daniela May. Thank Not, you. Which is incredible. Well, Daniela, thank you so much for joining us today on the six degree podcast. It was so fun hearing your story. Thank you so yeah. much for having me. See, not so scary. First podcast no. in the book. Promise. Yeah. I'm a gentle podcast host, I think. <laughs> no, this is great. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. And listeners, thank you for joining us today on the Six Degree Podcast. If you like today's episode, make sure to share, follow, and subscribe. And we'll see you the next time on the Six Degree.